everybody come on in if you're in here. Uh, come on in. I want you to turn to the book of Hebrews. Turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11. <clears throat> Way up in the New Testament, heading toward Revelation. Hebrews, chapter number 11. Now, as soon as I say this, most of you go, oh, that's the faith chapter. And you would be right. Everything it talks about is about faith. The entire chapter talks about that. And uh, people call it by different names, the, the chapter of the heroes of faith or uh, what faith is and who lived by faith. There's all kinds of titles and descriptions. But I want to read to you. I'll read out loud. You follow along with me silently, starting in verse number one through verse number six. <clears throat> now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, talking about faith, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Verse number five. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. Verse number six. But without faith it's impossible to please God, uh, impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Our text verse be verse number six. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let's ask for God's help. Father, ask you to please help me tonight to help your people. It makes no difference to me whether they think I gave a great sermon or great teaching. What's important is that they get a truth from you and it makes a difference in their life. If that happens, we should all be satisfied, very, very contented with that. So I ask you to please work on the people's hearts, your spirit and your word with their spirit. Help us please to yield ourselves, to not fight, to not doubt, to not struggle with the word of God. Please help me tonight to be a benefit to the cause of Christ through your people. And I'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Verse number six says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And that's an absolute statement. Impossible means not possible. I know that's deep. It means unable, cannot be accomplished. Whatever this is, without it, it whatever it is, it cannot be accomplished. It cannot go that way. Please means to gratify, to be acceptable. So he's simply saying it's impossible to please and be acceptable to God without faith. But what is faith? What is faith? Is it just a belief? What is faith? Is it just a feeling? Most people get, well, God knows. Well, that's true. God knows everything. Whatever it is, we need to find out because without it, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So we need to quit guessing, wondering, supposing, passing the buck, whatever it is, because whatever we're doing without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we need to get this down. Am I living pleasing to God? Now I'm saying that for all of us to ask ourselves that question. 
am I? How would I know? How would I know? Now, most people go this, I'm not doing anything wrong. That's not what this says. It doesn't say if you don't do anything wrong, you're pleasing to God. It says without faith, it's impossible to please God. If I cannot nail down what faith is and understand it so I can apply it to my life, how do I know if I'm living by faith and that I'm pleasing God? I've got to understand what faith is. What does the Bible teach that faith is? Because without it, I can't please God. So I need to know what it is, and am I living by it? If I'm not, I'm not pleasing to God. I want to live a life that's pleasing to God. I think most Christians do. I'm just not sure we understand what that means. I do know this much. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. This is what I want to talk about tonight. The word faith is found 243 times just in the New Testament. It's amazing. I think only once or twice it's mentioned in the Old Testament altogether. 240 sometimes in the New Testament. Faith, the word faith. Not faithful, not faithless, faith, okay? It is spoken of in many different levels. For example, those of you that may be getting started, no faith, faith, little faith, much faith, great faith, look at their faith on and on and on, or lack of faith. It is used in many different verses to inspire and carry promises and encourage us by a lot of great promises. For example, I'm going to go through this rather quickly, but there's 240 some of them just in the New Testament. Let me give you a half a dozen or so of them, or maybe closer to a dozen. Matthew chapter 9.22, thy faith hath made thee whole. Matthew 9.29, according to thy faith be it unto you. Matthew 17, 20, if you have faith of a grain of mustard seed, and we know what that says, you can actually ask that mountain to be moved, and it will move. So we've got to know what faith is, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's telling us promises of faith, but it's not describing to us faith. What is faith? Romans chapter 1, verse 17, the just shall live by faith. Romans chapter 3, and verse number 28, a man is justified by faith. Romans 14, 23, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24, for by faith we stand. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 8, we all know this one, for by grace are you saved through faith. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 1, some shall depart from the faith. I got to know what faith is. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. James chapter 1 and verse number 3, trying of your faith worketh patience. James chapter 2, verse 17, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. We'll hit on that a little bit tonight. Second Peter, I'm sorry, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 17, knowing that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold. I'm intrigued now. I want to know what faith is. I need to know it because without it, it is impossible. It's not that, well, I'm not quite where I should be. No, it's impossible to please God. I have to know what faith is. Second Peter chapter number 5 and verse number 9 is speaking of a fight with the devil, and he says this, whom resists steadfast in the faith. So I have to have faith to resist the devil, but I'm not sure what faith is. Jude, verse 3, earnestly contend. You know what contending is, right? Fight, stand, okay? Resist, earnestly contend for the faith. Jude, verse number 20, building up yourselves on 
your most holy faith. On and on and on, God's word talks about that. And then here that we're talking about, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So what is faith? Am I living pleasing to God? Well, let's just start here. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. So am I pleasing, living, pleasing to God? Am I? It's a good question. There's only one place in the entire Bible, as much as this talked about, that actually gives a definition of faith. Go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 1. There's only one place, and here's where it is, right here. This is the definition of faith. But it's rather confusing. I'll tell you why here in a moment. Look in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 1. Now, faith is the substance of Substance means subsistence. It means the foundation that all other things are based on or built on. So remember when we were in, uh, was it first or second Peter, when we were talking about these things? Does anybody add to your, what was the first one? Anybody remember? Faith. Add to your faith. Virtue and patience and all these other things, right? So we find out that everything is built on your most holy faith. I need to know what faith is. So it says, thing, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. I know right now this doesn't make sense. I'm going to try to describe to, to tell you this in a minute. The evidence of things not seen. Now most of the people I ever heard trying to describe faith, they'll go, now faith is, and then they go off somewhere. Here's the definition right here. So if we're ever going to learn what faith is, I have to have it. Do I have it? If I don't, it's impossible for me to please God. So am I living pleasing to God? I need to know what faith is. So most people, they don't get past that point. Whatever faith is, we'll get to that in a moment. It tells us faith has substance and faith has evidence. So at that point right there, we know it's not just a belief or something I imagine in my head. Because it clearly says it has faith is the substance, faith is, has evidence. Now it says now faith, whatever it is, we don't know what that is yet, is the substance. Substance is, is the foundation upon which all else is built. Okay, so before I can get started living for God at all, faith is the foundation. Faith is the subsistence. Faith is what everything else is built on. So the reason I can't please God for one thing is... I am not even taking off. I can't even start building if I don't have faith. I can't please God. So, now faith is, is the substance of all of things hoped for. The things, the deeds, the affairs, the works, the things that I do needs to be built upon that foundation, upon faith itself. Hoped for, expected, trusted. So, what do I, I'll explain all this here in a moment. Watch what it says. Now, faith is, if you would, evidence, evidence, evidence. Now, most people think faith is an unknown belief. It's like a, I, I just have it. It's just, um, uh, no, I live by faith. You do. How do you know that? Well, I know one thing for sure. If you don't, you're not pleasing to God. So we need to start right there. Evidence is proof, convinced. Evidence, it is the evidence. Evidence are things that can be proven, right? That's what evidence is. Things means deeds, affairs, and works, not seen. So he's talking about things I can't see as of yet. He's talking about things that I can't quite perceive. So now the Bible says, so whatever faith is, 
listen carefully, look at the verse and listen. The confidence and assurance of deeds and affairs and work, expected and trusted for, expected. I don't see them yet. I don't have them yet, but I expect it, and I'm looking forward to it. The proof of the deeds and affairs and works not looked at or perceived as of yet. So I'm not making stuff up. I am looking at something that is absolutely true. I can't see it. I may not fully understand it. I'm not exactly sure how to explain it. Kind of like Jericho. Though the Bible in the Old Testament doesn't use faith there, it is explained by them going against a city, the biggest city in the Canaan land, the first city they had to face. And God said, you're going to have to trust me on this one. You're just going to have to trust me. They've never seen a city fall like that. They've never fought a battle like that. They're just going to have to depend upon trusting what God's word told them. They haven't seen the outcome. They've never seen anything like that ever happen. Are you listening to me? We talk about living by faith, and most of the time we say faith is what we can understand and reason and make sense of, or we've done it before. That's not faith. Actually, that's you. That's not faith at all. Faith is believing God, as far as a Christian goes, to the point of trusting and obeying and living according to the revealed word of God, whether I can see it or not. Well, preacher, that just doesn't make sense. I know Jericho never did make sense to me. Getting in 300 against 120,000 makes no sense to me at all. I guess you're just going to have to trust God in the unseen because God said so. God said it, and that should be enough. I'll tell you why that's pleasing to God. It kind of makes sense to me just saying it. So the reason that faith pleases God, when I apply faith, it tells and shows God that I have confidence in the deeds and the works and, 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 the, and, the, and the affairs of my life that I expect and trust in according to his word. This is why I tell you, read your Bible, read your Bible, learn your Bible. You cannot have faith and do things that you do not know. That's right. But if I read it and I go, that's what God said. Now I can, by faith, trust that and do it. Amen. But I can't do it if I've never even read it and I don't know anything about it. That is not faith. That is stupidity. God wants us to study the word of God. Show thyself a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Why? So that I can apply my, okay, end times are coming. They're here. The end of the world is coming. Not just because of what's going on in the Middle East, though that is a huge indicator. A lot of things going on that news will never tell you about. So if you're trying to catch up that way, you can forget it. But what's going on is, so while we're preparing to live forever, boy, if they just find out what makes people old, we could live a lot longer. You're not living a lot longer. Get over it. Amen. Brother Usher, as soon as he walked in, uh, oh, are we talking about death again? I don't know why we do it. Old people do that a lot, don't we? Yeah, okay. So anyway, it tells or shows God the deeds, the affairs of life, the works that I have not even seen yet. They haven't played out yet. I don't know other than God's word how this is going to end. And some of that I don't even know. I believe it's true because he said it. Right. Amen. Now just believing it 
is not faith. You say, I believe that. So is that faith? Is belief faith? This is what we have to find out. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Is belief and faith the same thing? Oh, I believe the Bible. Is that what faith is? Listen very carefully here. Faith is believing in the unseen and trusting enough in God to act the way he says. And that is pleasing to God. You parents, does it not please you when your children, you give them an order or you tell them to do something and they obey? Now what happens if they say, I love my parents and they never obey you? Do you believe that? No. So when a person says, I believe God, I'd do anything for him, but they're not living for anything that he said, is that what faith is? Faith is just a belief? Is that what that is? Put it this way. Living by faith, in other words, trusting, obeying, and living according to God's word, is the evidence. It's the evidence. Trusting God's word is the evidence. Lost my place. I must trust God in what he says or I would not be living this way. Okay. I'm doing my best to find out what God says. Ready? I don't stop there. And live that way. Amen. I've never been to the end of time. You? No. Okay. But I believe it's coming. Amen. You know why? That's what God said. Amen. So I need to adjust my life to what God says. And in doing that, in doing that, not just believing that. Wake up. Look at me. Listen to me. Not just believing that. Doing that, I trust God enough. I do not need to see. I believe him, and that's the evidence. Amen. His promises are the evidence of Amen. things not seen. That's right. This is the evidence. I don't need, uh, remember when the uh, Pharisees came to Jesus and said, show us a sign. You remember that? And he said, a wicked and adulterous generation searcheth for a sign, seeketh for a sign. Right. You know what he's saying? That's not what you need. He gave them one sign. You remember what it was? As it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be also in the coming of the Son of Men. They shall marry, given in marriage, eating and drinking, till Noah went into the ark, and the flood washed them all away. Okay, that's a, not a quote, but you know what I'm talking about. So what's he saying? By the way, Noah, according to Hebrews chapter number 11, moved by faith. Yes. Nobody had ever seen it rain before, but he believed God. He believed in the unseen enough to not just believe it. He began to work at what God told him to do. So faith is not just, I believe that. Then what is faith? I, I got to understand this because without it, I cannot please God. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 6, but without faith, it is impossible. Is it impossible? Do you understand that? It is impossible. You're not kind of doing the best you can. Bible clearly says it is impossible to Amen. please him. Why? Amen. Faith is a confidence and trust in God's word. Right. Enough to obey and live according to it. Though I cannot see it fulfilled as of yet, I trust God because he's God and I'll do what he says though I cannot see the outcome yet. Amen. The evidence of things not seen. Yes. I don't see it 
I have proof, I have evidence. It makes sense to me. And even if I can't see it, I trust God, I will believe him. He's almighty God. He's not somebody I need to reason with and think, can you prove that to me? Look, if you don't, I'll just tell you right now, you're not living pleasing to God if that's what you're doing. Well, I can't do that. What you're saying is I don't trust God. That is displeasing to God. So, what are we saying here? He said this, for though I cannot see it yet fulfilled, watch, because he that cometh to God, down in verse number six, must believe. When you come to God here in prayer, in the way you live, evidently you must believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. I'll show you an illustration here in a second. Does the Bible teach us to assemble together? So when you do that, Okay, we have uh, John, my, well, John's been here before. We have Daniel and uh, Bryson and, of course, okay, and Mike. Okay, new people, and they're listening to this going, I don't get it. It makes sense. Yeah, I think that's right. Hope that's right. I don't know if it's right. So they're going through all these things. Listen to me carefully. Just by coming to church, you don't even see the promises and outcome of that yet. But you're doing what God said. So though you can't see the works, though you cannot see the outcome, though you cannot see the benefits, I believe God. Amen. So I'll do what God says. Guess what that is? That's pleasing to God. Amen. So guess what you call that? I turn to God's word. I obey him whether I can see it or not, though it's not quite there yet. It's evidence of things not seen. Amen. Evidence. Don't stop there. Of things not seen. Amen. Right? And also has substance, which we'll talk about. Listen very carefully. So what does he say here? For he that cometh to God, verse number six, down at the bottom, must believe. Why would you come to God if you don't believe he's God? Why would you go to God if you don't believe he is the rewarder? Of the, so if I diligently seek him, somewhere he's going to reward me. I'm diligently seeking him now based upon the truth that he will reward me for doing that. Things I don't even see yet, I'm trusting God because this is what he said to do. He comes through the promises you cannot even see as yet, but acts with confidence. God said it. Look, I've never seen Jesus on a cross. Anybody? No, please don't raise your hand. No, you haven't. You are actually trusting your salvation to someone you've never seen. You're not trusting history. You're trusting what God said. That took, don't miss Sunday night, believing faith, which God gave you to start off with. Bible said God deals every man a portion of faith to believe. It starts there. God gave you the faith you needed to get started. Wasn't that nice of God? In Hebrews chapter 11, verse number one, faith, trusting enough to believe and obey what as of yet you cannot see. Read your definition. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So I have substance that causes me not, well, I hope this is true. I have substance that gives me hope that is true. 
God's word said this is the way it is. There's my substance. I'm not hoping to be hoping. I'm hoping in that. And then he says this, the evidence of things not seen. Evidence of things not seen? How many of you saw the world created? Please feel free to raise your hand. Dan, anybody? Okay, no, wasn't there. What you see, you said, no, I believe that. You even stand against evolutionists and argue your point based upon what God says. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, the last part. Diligently seek him. Diligently come to God. Diligently follow God. Believing God, trusting God, that he is the rewarder. He is God and he is the rewarder. So when I come to him, I am saying, I believe that. I I can't even see the outcome yet, but I believe that. Why? He's God. God said it. God said I can see things and get evidence and proof of things that I haven't even proven yet. You, You don't think that's possible? How many of you believe in gravity? Now you can raise your hand, okay? You, okay, you can't see it. How about the wind? Boy, did you see the effects of the wind today? Yeah, you saw the effects. You didn't see wind, right? This is the argument that he had with Nicodemus there in John chapter number five or whatever, right? Three, okay. What is it? Three? Okay, thank you. Bible scholar over here. Appreciate that. Now, watch this very carefully. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Number two, the evidence of things not seen. And that doesn't sound confusing to a natural person, even to most Christians. Because of this fact, in other words, faith pleases God. Conversely, the other side of the coin, disobedience and not trusting God is very displeasing to God. So without faith, you cannot please God. It's not just a choice. You're either pleasing God or displeasing God. Faith says, I believe what God says. I'm hoping that what he's saying is true. I know it's true. He's God. And I will, by faith, trust in even things I don't see yet because I know him, okay? Do you understand you trusted somebody you didn't know anything about when you got saved? Somebody you never saw. God said, I light every man that cometh into the world. I give everybody a portion of faith to believe. God started you off with faith. You had no faith of your own. Do you understand man is totally depraved, totally depraved. They don't teach that in schools. They teach man was good, uh, was bad, and now he's slowly evolving into this wonderful generation we have now. God said, no, 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 you started off perfect in a garden talking to me and naming all the animals, great relationship with your wife and God, and went downhill from there. From that point on, we are all, look at me, we're all depraved. God even had to give us faith to start believing in him. He did it all for us. He died for us alone on a hill. Nobody was with him. So what do we have here is this. Uh, Because of this fact, you may want to write this down. Success is not the goal in Christianity. Success is not the goal. Obedience is the goal. And that is success. You understand that? You say, man, that's good. Where'd you get that from? I'll say God. Success is not the goal. In your Christian life, you're not trying to become successful. Yet a lot of Christians are doing that, aren't they? And saying, look what God did, look what God did, look what God did. And yet they don't follow the Bible. They don't wait upon the Lord. And yet they're saying, look at my success. Success is not the goal. 
Obedience is the goal. And that will bring success. Abraham. Abraham did not desire to be rich. Job did not desire to be the richest man in the East. They did not desire. That was not their goal. Their goal was to obey God and God helped them to succeed. In James, it says faith without works is dead, being alone. Okay, now we're talking faith. Now we're talking works. No, they go together. Actually, you can't have one. You can't have real faith without works. Now I just threw you, didn't I? Okay, listen carefully. Without works of God's word, it's just belief. I believe that, and I believe that, and I believe that, and I can find that, and I can show you that. If you're not doing what you say you believe, it's just a belief. That is not faith. So am I living by faith? What's the big deal? Because if I'm not, I'm not pleasing to God. If I'm not pleasing to God, what am I doing all this for? So what happens here is this. All faith has a measure of doubt in it. If you're going like this, maybe I just have thoughts of doubt. All faith has doubt. All faith has doubt. But I overcome because of him and the evidence that he has shown me about things I haven't seen yet and the proof throughout my life and in the word of God. I trust God. I trust, I don't even need to see it. He'll show me that. Right now, I just need to know what God said, and I'll do what he said. Okay, let's talk about tithes and offerings. Yeah, but preacher, see, there you go again. Man, I can't afford to do that. You don't trust God. Your problem is not money. Your problem is you don't trust God. The problem is not money. The problem is you don't trust God. Going soul winning. I'm not one that can talk to people. No, your problem isn't that. Your problem is you don't trust God. You won't obey him. You haven't even been out there and you already know the outcome. No, you don't. The evidence of things not seen. God said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Just obey God. When you obey God, whether you see the outcome or not, you're saying, I trust you. And that is very pleasing to the Lord. Not doing that is very displeasing. You say, Pastor, I don't want to be this way. Then the Bible says, build upon, build upon your most holy faith. Build upon your most. God has given you faith to believe, or you wouldn't be saved. God has given you that. Now I need to build upon that most holy faith. The Bible said, build upon it. What are we talking about? How often have I told you, quit skipping church? I know you have great excuses. My Bible, God said, forsake not the assembly. Any time it is your choice or preference, your decision, you're displeasing to the Lord. But what did he say? Forsake not the assembly. Well, I can't. Well, you know, I boy, am I tired. Well, you know, I, I'd rather not tonight. Well, you know, I was there just Sunday morning. Very displeasing to God. Because faith says, if God said it, he knows the outcome and the benefits of what I'm trying to do, what he wants done. So I will hope in his word and just trust him. I don't need to see the benefits of it. He said there's benefits of it. So I'll just trust him. So am I living pleasing to God? When I say what you need to do is hear more preaching. 
Faith cometh by hearing. Yes. Hearing. Yes. Hearing by the word of God. You don't need to, I, I try to tell you, when I was a younger Christian, all you got to do is hang around people who really want to follow God. Amen. Quit running around. Don't ever do this. I need to look for somebody that kind of believes like I do. The worst thing you could do. Right. You want to look for someone that would challenge you to do more. Amen. To trust more. To go that way. Look, they do this in everything in life except Christianity now. Wrestling, when Wade used to go here all the time, he wrestled in high school and stuff. I guess he was pretty good. And he used to tell me all the time, they always take smaller guys and pit them against bigger guys, stronger guys. Why? Trying to strengthen you to another level you haven't seen yet. Don't you understand what God is trying to do? God is saying, you need to build on the faith I gave you. He said, I can't see it. Trust me. Trust me. So what does the Bible talk about? Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. The Bible said, build up yourselves on your most holy faith. Okay, you know what God says and the promises, but you can't quite bring yourself to do that. That's displeasing to God. God said, this is what I want. This is, this is the way I want you to go. This is the way I want you to act. I, I just don't see that. I can't quite do it that way. You're very displeasing to God. It's not a thing of opinion. Let God be true and every man a liar. God is always right. So God is saying, I want you to live pleasing to me. He said, well, I think I am. Quit thinking. Whatever God has revealed to you in the word of God that God's word says, if I am not doing that and whatever excuse I have, faith says I can't actually see it, but I trust. Faith says here's the evidence and I'll just go on and hope for that. So what this is all about is coming down to God said it, do you trust him? If you trust God by obeying, not saying, God said, I'm pleased with that. You can't even see the outcome yet, but you trust me? Tell me what dad would, that wouldn't please you with your kids. So, example, let's talk about prayer. Not just tithes and offerings, but prayer is spoken of throughout God's word. We are instructed to pray. We're commanded to pray. We're taught to pray. We're given examples of prayer on and on and on right? Jesus prayed. He set the example. He gave us what we call the Lord's Prayer. On and on and on. The Bible talks about prayer a lot. But all of this, if you would, are just words on paper in a book called the Bible. They're just words. They do not produce a thing just sitting here. Watch. Somebody has said there's 35,000 promises in the Bible. I don't know where they got the time to do that, but somebody said that. 35,000 promises. I believe that. What? What do you believe? You say, I, I, I believe people ought to go to church. But you don't. That's displeasing to God. Amen. You're saying, I know what he wants, but I can't do that. That's not true. God has never asked somebody to do something they cannot do. You don't trust God enough. Okay. You come down to one of the greatest things. You, you say, oh, he wants money. No, you're stingy, selfish, and you're not trying to live for God at all. Amen. That's why you don't give, Amen. okay? Because the simplest thing God uses as an illustration to trust him is money. It's God, this way God set it up. By the way, the way the local church should be taken care of is through our money. Not, I believe God's going to help us out. He is. He gave you a raise. He gave you a better job but you went right out and bought more stuff for you and you couldn't give more if you wanted to. Right. 
It's all wrapped up in, in lawyers and, 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 and investments and whatever. And they told you, don't you touch that. We'll penalize you. And I preach, I'd like to, but I can't. You really don't trust God, do you? You trust your 401k. You trust your banker. You trust your attorney. Who, who in the world trusts an attorney? Understand, it is true. The Bible's true whether we do it or not. That's not the point I'm trying to make here. The Bible is true. It's just words on a paper. These are promises given to us by God Almighty. God, you understand God Almighty? Do you understand somebody who just spoke everything to existence? He didn't have to wave his arm. He didn't have to mold anything. He just spoke it into existence. Let there be light. Boom, there it was. There wasn't even a sun or moon or stars yet. So evolutionists are wrong. Well, let's see, the earth has to be this old because if light moves 186,000 miles per second and the sun is this far away, it took this many hundreds of years for it to... No, it didn't. Read the Bible. Before he ever made the sun, the moon, the stars, he said, let there be light, and there was. Before plants ever grew, there were plants and trees in the garden. They weren't growing yet because there was no man to take care of them yet. See, God has a plan. You say, that's hard to believe. I know you can't quite see it, can you? I guess you're just going to have to trust the Lord. And trusting the Lord and doing, not just saying I trust, not just believing it, but doing it (coughs) based upon what God said pleases God because what it comes down to is, I I don't know exactly what all is going. You said it's going to turn out, but I believe you. And God said, attaboy, that's the way to do it. So just follow me. The man who walks with God always arrives at his destination. Guess what we worried about? The destination. How's this going to turn out? What does that mean when I get out there? What's the end of the world? And we're blowing it today because we won't walk with God. So, do you realize just the act of coming to God in prayer, no matter how you feel about it, is saying to God, not only do I believe what you said, but I believe you'll reward me for doing this. They that come to God must believe that he is, that he is what? God. And, conjunction, he is a rewarder of those who diligently stay at it, seek him. You want to get to know me? That pleases God. You don't only want to just get to know me, not just a knowledge thing. You want to get to know me so you can obey me and follow me? God says, I like that. That pleases me a lot. So he uses the word faith. When we do not do what we say we believe, our faith is dead. When we do not do what we say we believe, our faith is dead. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So there's no real guesswork about it. Well, I believe what the Bible says. About what? And then what are you doing about it? Belief is just that. It's just belief. It's just facts. It's just words. It's something you quote, something you tell people. Faith without works is dead being alone. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Why? Faith is a belief. Faith is a trust in God enough to obey what he says. That's what faith is. It's evidence. Here's the evidence. I trust God. I look forward to what I can't see yet because of what he said. And God said, so you you can't see that yet, and yet you trust me, and that's your hope? Yes, that's I'm pleased with that. I like that. You understand? Belief is not faith. Saying I believe the Bible is not faith. Saying I don't do anything wrong is not faith. 
saying I'm a good Christian and I don't do anything wrong is not faith. Faith is believing God enough to do, not to be, to do what he says, to do what he says. Am I living pleasing to God? It's a good question. I thought it was a good question. Do not just read God's word. Do not just quote God's word. Do not just memorize God's word. Do not just argue God's word. Do not just teach God's word and so forth. Act upon God's word. Act upon it. Put it into practice as if you see the evidence of things not seen yet. You say, why do you do that? Because I know it's true. Why? You already seen it? No. I know the person who said it. I trust him. Again, success is not the goal. To become a success as a Christian is not the goal. Obedience is the goal. Am I obeying? Not do I believe. Do I obey what God talks me about? What I say I believe, am I doing that? If not, I'm displeasing. Why? Because I'm not moving by faith. I believe, I can argue, I, can, I have outlines, I, can, I know where to find it, I, I can use my eye watch and do all that kind of cool stuff. That doesn't mean, and because you're being good and you don't do anything wrong doesn't mean you have faith. I tell people all the time, I know parents out in the world that don't even go to church that are better than some Christian parents I know. So I guess they have a lot of faith. No, they don't. No, they don't. Because it starts on your most holy faith, and God gave you that when you got saved. So what are we talking? Salvation, soul winning, separation from worldliness, tithes, offerings, church attendance, forgiveness is not a question of I don't see how. God didn't say this, 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 this. What do you think about that? God didn't say that. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God said, look, if you just, just obey. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. It is not how will this work out. Honestly, those of you who tithe and give offering and sacrificially give, it makes no sense to other people how you make ends meet. How did you ever get ahead giving away? How does the farmer get an acre by sowing seed in the ground? He puts it in there and has hope in the unseen. You know what? Because God said, so you reap. The guy actually takes what God says and puts it in the ground. Because God said that's the way it works. He can't even see it. But he has the hope by what God said. And that's why I do it. Faith, obeying and living, obeying and living, obeying and living according to God's word. Not just doing what you think is right. Obeying and living according to God's word. Though I cannot see the outcome or understand it, I will do that anyway. Now here's where your family steps in and says, what are they teaching you over there? That's, that's a really a call, right? No, I showed you, I could show you 243 verses about faith, and I am describing to you the only place in the entire Bible that tells you what faith really is. Now I'm trying to teach you how God said, this is why it doesn't please me, because when you're not obeying God without having to see proof, you don't trust God. Yeah. 
acting upon God's word, I show him I have confidence in the hope of his promises. This is pleasing to God. Faith, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So I have the question. I ask myself, am I living pleasing to God? Now, here's what you're going to do. I think so. Stop thinking. Are you living and obeying and doing according to the level that God has shown you? And in this church, let's just admit it, you have learned and heard a lot of Bible. So now comes the, what are we doing with that? If I am not doing what I know or say I believe, I'm very displeasing to God. Because I said I do know and I have been taught, but I'm not doing it. Displeasing. Faith says I can't quite see the outcome, but the evidence says, and I can trust God, I'll, I'll do that. And God said, now that's pleasing to me. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you come to God and diligently seek after him, you must believe he's God. And on top of all that, a rewarder, a rewarder. That means it's out there. It's coming. I'm obeying. And he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hebrews chapter number 11, verse 6. <coughs> Excuse me. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is. See if this makes a little more sense now. Faith is the substance. It has substance to it. Subsistent. It's the ground. That's where it all has to start. Without faith, it's impossible. I don't care what else you do. You have no foundation. You don't trust God enough to do what he says, to what he's showing. You're displeasing to God. So just suck it up and look at yourself and go, I'm not living pleasing to God. I know I should be doing this. I know I should trust him here. I read that in the Bible. I heard preachers say this. My mom and dad taught me this. I know what's what's right to do, but I'm not going to do that. I just don't think it's right. You're very displeasing. Quit guessing about it. He clearly said without faith it is impossible to please God. Verse number six but without faith, it's impossible to please God. Can God be trusted? Huh, that's a good question. See, we all, know, we all know openly what we're supposed to say, right? Oh, sure. Are you? Well, yeah. So you're not just believing, you're doing what God has taught you that you say you believe. Then you don't have faith. Faith is not just a feeling, a, well, I, I think. That's not what it is. Faith has evidence. Faith has evidence. Faith has substance. Do you trust God's word? You say yes. Oh, yeah, I trust God's word. You say yes. But do your works say I don't? Faith without works is dead, being alone. So faith becomes a belief, and I know, and that's it. It stops right there. Without kicking it into that next gear and go hand to hand, as James said, faith without works is dead. Show me your faith without works. I'll show you my works by my faith. James said, I'm living pleasing to God and I can show it to you. How? By what I do. What God says and how I'm reacting to that. How I follow through with that. Other people just tell him, I believe. He said, oh, that's really good. Show me that. You cannot show faith without doing. It's impossible. Good, think about it all you want to. It's impossible. You can't do it. Why? God said so. Keeping, keep coming after God. If you're struggling now to obey the Lord, first of all, you need to stop that. It really comes down to do you trust God or you don't? Well, I can't say so you don't trust God. I don't know how I'm, we're not talking about you, we're talking about God. Do you trust God? 
You know, it's amazing to me how many of us started off with nothing when we came here. And now we have more so much than we've ever had in our life, and all of a sudden we have to handle everything. We can't trust God. This is the part that irritates me about people. And you can be as dogmatic and under the law all you want to. I tithe. I gave $22.17. That's, that's great. You say, well, that's better than people not doing it at all. I guess all according to your motive. Keep coming after God. Diligently seek Him. Diligently seek Him. Just going to Him is saying, I know you're God. Just coming to Him is saying, I know He's God. Just going to prayer, just opening your Bible and saying, God, I, I want to know so I can do, is saying, I know you're God. And because I'm searching after you, I know you're a rewarder of those that do that. So I'm going to diligently, that's doing, that's doing. I am diligent, I'm not haphazard, I'm not going to take it, come or leave. I am going to give myself to diligently get to know God and follow him. Not just get to know him, I'm going to do what he says, that's faith. Even though I can't see it, even though I've never been there yet, even though I'm not sure of the outcome, I know him. I know him. The longer you walk with God, the longer you walk, not the longer you sit and believe. The longer you walk with God, work, follow God, the more you say, diligently, I've searched after God. I know. He has shown me over and over. The more I walk with him, the more evidence he keeps showing me that he can be trusted. And so that's why I depend upon God. It pleases God and he rewards people who live by faith. If you're saved, I want you to understand something. God does love you above everything. But we're not talking about what he loves about you. We're talking about your faith towards him. Do you believe that he is? Praise God. That also he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's impossible. God used that word. It's like in Hebrews where it says it's impossible for God to lie. Can't even be conceived. There's no way. Why would even people bring that up? God can't lie. It's impossible. Same thing here. It's impossible to please him. Can't be conceived. Never happened. Well, I'm doing the best I can. Sorry, that won't do it. I trust God, period. Am I living pleasing to God? This is a question I had to ask me. Am I? Quit guessing. Quit wondering what you know that the Bible definitely says, what you know about what you've been taught here, what you amen about, what you tell other people you believe. Are you living that? Are you walking to obey God with what you know, what's been revealed to you? Now see what Mike here, Michael knows, right? Michael, Bryson. friend uh, you can't go through your Christian life only doing I think I'm pretty good and I'm not hurting anybody with all the definition that I gave you tonight 
Where does that fit? I'm not trying to condemn you. God said, you want to please me? You have to walk by faith. Then he tells us what faith is. It gives us a whole chapter on people who live by faith and work by faith. And every one of them had evidence of their faith. God said, do this. And they built a ship. God said, give this sacrifice. And they did that. And those who didn't were very displeasing to God. Cain and Abel, you know the story. One said, I believe God and I'll do what he said. Because I believe what he said. The other one said, I don't think that's necessary. And I have my own ideas. You know what happened to Cain? Noah and his family, 120 years preaching to people that never believed. But he believed God. And he did. He built a boat. He did what God said to do. And by faith, by faith, Noah was pleasing to God. How about you? Are you living pleasing to God? Now, here we go again. I, I can almost smell the wood burning. I, I think I am. I, I don't hurt anybody. That's not faith. That's not faith. We just talked about that. Faith is God has shown me this, and now i got to do something with it. Considering it is not faith. By faith, Noah built. By faith, Abel gave. By faith, Abraham left Ur the Chaldees. By faith, this is what God said, I will do it. Do you understand that Abraham had never been to Canaan land? Never. God said, I'm not even going to tell you where you're going. You just follow me. You won't believe what that guy did. He just followed someplace where he didn't know he was going. Isn't that weird? Man, what's my mother-in-law going to think about that? What kind of church are you going to, Abraham? Uh, not that Abraham, but. What are, they, what are they telling you over there? Look, God wouldn't do that to you. He, he would show you why he's doing things. Really? Show me that in the Bible. A lot of good reasoning. A lot of good I believe. I would rather trust God. Why? Because that's pleasing to God. Let's pray.